How was your week? What you? How was your weekend? What you been up to? How's life in general? It was great until <laughs> I somehow did something to re-trigger, I think, my sciatica of my back because I have been in pain since, like, Monday. Oh, and how do you fix that? Like, when you were... <laughs> So the the first time I suffer from sciatica, I've suffered for like a year and some change. I end up having to go to, yeah, I couldn't, nothing was really helping. I end up having to go to physical therapy. And then I started consistently like getting massages. Like I was, I was, but it wasn't like the deep tissue massage. You know how they have like the little massage place in the mall at the time I was working at the mall? Yeah. Where you can kind of go and get a quick 20, 30 minute massage. So that's what I started doing. I used to get one like once a week or twice a week. And then um, I went to physical therapy, which was really just a lot of stretching and walking on the treadmill. And eventually it like subsided and I was taking a lot of ibuprofen. And so now I'm like, well, we just about to do this shit all over again (laughs) because ain't nobody got time for that. So, oh, I also purchased me a massage gun. So... I was like, okay, here's the massage portion of this, okay? And then I was like, I can easily go to the gym and go hop on a treadmill. That's nothing. And I remember the stretches. So I was like, all right, push up. And then, you know, the regular stuff. And I'm so we're going to see. We're going to see. I don't have time for this to last another year, though. I saw a few, about maybe a month ago, I was on Twitter. And somebody was talking about the benefits of yoga and stretching. That's and they helpful, were yeah. they were talking about how we're not old, we're just not stretching anymore. And they started yeah. doing yoga, and it was like I feel so good because now my body is limber. Like I, one of the biggest things, or I guess the simplest things I should say, is if you want to feel like you know, if you don't know how old you are, jump a fence. Because I still look at fences like man, I don't care. But back in the day when I was young, I jumped fences all day. Who needs yeah. that? It was nothing to me. Um, I went to St. Louis this weekend. And, and how was that? St. Louis is fun. I, I enjoy St. Louis. It's a nice city. It's amazing how you can just go four hours south and the weather is so different. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. I'm like, why is it hot here? Like, why is it this hot? Uh, Yo, let me tell you, speaking of weather, Chicago really did not waste any time. They was like, Oh, it's September 22nd, the no, first day oh, of no, fall. No, no, they, 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 they Shout out Watch to Chicago this. Weather for listening to Equal Opposites because I asked Shell two weeks ago, where's summer <laughs> in? September 22nd. Yeah, yo, nope, they was you like, right. Yo. I ain't mad. I yeah. am not mad. You know how quickly I went to class and grabbed a hoodie? Yeah. I am not mad, but I just thought it was funny that it was 84 yesterday. Yeah. Yep. And it just and turned. then you wake up today and it was 64 and it's not a fluke, meaning like, the North rest over. of the week is yeah. supposed to be in the 60s and maybe in the 70s, but it's yeah. yeah. I was like, listen, you aren't ready to put on my cardigans and the hoodies and yeah. some leather. I, I smell leather and suede. It's right around the corner. <laughs> How, what is the ratio? And um, guys, I did not forget about St. Louis. <laughs> What's the ratio <laughs> of a person's favorite season having to do with their fashion choices like if you if you if you love fall versus summer is it be it does what has what is what is the role that the clothes you get to pick during these it's seasons? like 50 50 i like i like fall because it's not too cold and it's not too hot 
And it's it's all about layering. It really is. I feel like it's the only season that you get to, re- like you layer in the winter, right? But it's like big coat, big thing. Like you can't really show off the fashion. Fall, you be like, oh, I got a little, little trench coat. You know, I got some vest. I can rock a vest and long sleeves. Oh, give me some little, some, some riding boots. It's just, and then you like, I'm just warm enough. Like I, I'm, I'm a good temperature. I'm not cold. I'm not freezing, but I'm not sweating. Yeah. I think uh, when I was young, the only reason I liked fall is because TV shows were coming back. That's all That's I cared a- about as a child. Yeah. Um, the heat in St. Louis was wild because we we went to a we went to a Cardinals game, and uh, we had these seats that was like right behind home plate, and the sun was beating down on us. And I was like, I don't know uh-huh. if we're gonna be able to survive, but luckily I had they have something I don't know what it's called for Chicago or whatever, but theirs is the Redbird Club, and these seats have access to like this indoor space you can go into if it's too hot or if it's raining or whatever, and then you can order food. Me and Sarah, we went up Oh there. yeah. I think um, both the Cubs and um, White Sox. Yeah. They have the, like yeah they, 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 it, it yeah. was nice. Um, so we went in there for a couple of innings and you can just watch the game on the television and stuff like that. And that's when we had nachos and pizza. Uh, it was the first time I ate at a game. I think I met at, at a game when I was a kid. But really, yeah, because it's like my highlight. I know it's expensive, right? Yes, but it, it's like expensive. It's like fifteen dollars for a hot dog. You be dumb, but it's something about the baseball experience. Like that'd be the reason I go to the game. Like I go to watch the game, but it's like let me get some peanuts, let me get a beer, let me get this. Like that's the whole thing. I purposely put money to side to know that I'm gonna eat at this stadium. Here's the thing, though, and when I went to see Milwaukee play earlier this year I didn't know it was that might have been the first time I was in a baseball game in some years I think I went to a Cubs game when I was a kid because I had good grades and then my mom got us tickets to the Crosstown Classic before they got to play in the regular season so I went I've been to Comiskey I think oh Comiskey right so when I go to this game I had decent seats there too. And I'm watching the game or whatever. And I know that it was expensive. My big gripe about eating at a ballpark is I don't want to eat at my seat. Like that don't feel like a comfortable experience to me. So when we're leaving, when, I, when we're leaving, when the game was over and I'm walking up the stands and going back into the building, I see not only the concession stands, but there are tables and spots you can eat. I was like, Oh, I could have just ate right here because I don't like we we had nachos and pizza. I don't feel like carrying all the back and people do it. It's just like, no, this is more comfortable to sit here and watch it on the TV than I can go back. I I drink at my seat. I don't care about that part. But holding up food and everything and trying to get napkins. Nah. Uh, the casino still was sad. I don't know what it is about <laughs> Missouri casinos. It just was, oh, a robot served us some food. That was weird. Oh, all right. Okay. I don't know what the future holds for us, but we went to this restaurant at the Hollywood Casino in St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, the lady came and took our order, but a robot dropped our food off. And Sarah said, who do you Did tip? Did the robot have a face? No, it had just some trays with your food on it and it comes right to your table. And I thought we were supposed to take it off. But then the lady showed back up to like give us our food. I'm like, yo, we we don't really need you to do this what's either. What's the point? Yeah, I'm like, what's the point? You're the robot. 
Yeah, especially like, listen, they gonna price y'all out the game because yes, <laughs> we could just go if there's a you know you you uh you you put get into the waiting use the app get into the waiting the queue. They tell you what table you're going to. Go to the table, order your food, and then a robot could just show up with everything. It's like you don't really need the people. Speaking of people, I think I'm glad people are getting hip to this. Do we still tip these people? Let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> so the way, no, because you brought that. You talked about it. it. Made me think about when we went to go see El Varner, and you know they have the little scan codes, and you can the QR codes. You can place your order, and they just come bring it to you, right? Yeah. And I'm like, at this point, why I need a waiter? <laughs> if we don't, just like if I can just. Get a QR code, scan my food, or you know, order my food, place it that way. I can pay my bill through my phone. Now you're having robots deliver the food. Why? What am I tipping for? Uh, maybe you're the cook who who who, who made sure that he, he got you. I, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. I looked at, at the... like sometimes I'd be like, I should probably tip you, but I'm like, you didn't do anything. I know. Like you didn't go over and beyond to service me. You oh. took my order. You gave me, and that even without the AIs, without even those people don't even come out and like the waitress don't even bring your food no more. Like they got the bus boy that come bring out your damn that, food and yo, go back. That, like, yeah, that, I don't like that either because sometimes that happened then. Like somebody brought Sierra's drink out, and you're like, "What is this? A team effort? Like why? And there wasn't even that many people I mean, in there." It is in theory because they be sharing their tips anyway, which I also think is trash, but. Yeah. Um, but why am I like why am I tipping you? I just don't we I don't already know. discussed uh what was it? Like I don't tip or carry out, but when I got to St. Louis, uh I went to go get something to eat, and there's this place called Chicken Cone, and they actually put your chicken in, in a cone, a waffle cone or whatever. I didn't get that. I got a chicken sandwich. So I go, I go to this restaurant, I order my food, and they got the little like tablet situation where you all right is that the, put your card in blah, blah blah why does it have an option for tip i said all i do is place an order who am i tipping in this situation who am i tipping <laughs> and then, then like, you gotta be the bad talk. guy to put no i'm like fam why am i tipping you like we did but this brings me to this point i was at walmart last weekend or two weekends ago not last weekend and uh i was walking to the pharmacy section because like when I come in I'm in the grocery so I'm walking towards the pharmacy section and I'm looking at the signs above and most of the signs now it's like at this Walmart this particular Walmart it is 90% it feels like that uh, self checkout it is so bad that there's a sign Walmart by me is all self checkout there's a sign guys that said assisted checkout which is what regular checkout is what are we doing why and this is the thing too somebody i was listening to pop. somebody <laughs> said self-checkout is a scam and i've been saying this i told my brother this yesterday i said there the problem i have with self-checkout is maybe it's the y'all be thinking i'm an introvert i'm not I, for i'm more about time time trumps everything in my life if i can save time i'm with it so i get upset when i'm going through self-checkout with about four or five items max and i see people with a full cart bagging up at that point you are working for jewel now why are you doing this i'm not getting paid to work so i'm not going through self-checkout with a bunch of things but i see people do this and i'm like wow imagine though the walmart by me is all self-checkout there is they probably have like 
one or two, but they're not even regular. Like the way it's even set up now is different. And you just, so you, whether you have three items or 30 items, you gotta, you have to self-check out. And I really be looking at people struggle. What I never understand is why you don't use the gun. Oh yeah. People forget about it. I I think they forget. Everybody be booping. I grab the gun so fast. Like bloop, 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 bloop. I don't take shit out the cart. No, you can't at that at that point. And then, and y'all gotta know this. Y'all lost prevention. Gotta be crazy because (laughs) I when people are stealing, okay, not every you are not cashing in everything that I put in this cart. I'm gonna tell you because I've done it. Well, yeah, but guess I've I've done it twice and it's been on like maybe a candy bar or something. And then the last time it was about to happen, maybe two or three weeks ago. I forgot to scan one thing and I just put it on the top of the thing. I was like, I'm not walking out and I don't feel like we're starting this process over here. It wasn't that serious. Uh, don't let it be at the bottom of my car. You know how you put like water down there yeah, or, or yeah, charcoal. So that's I what walked out happening. with charcoal like three times. So I'm not even going. And it wasn't even intentional. It's yep. just I forget that I put it on the bottom of the car. <laughs> just walk right out. Uh, oh, but God. we were before we left, I went to the Sam's Club out there and their Sam's Club was next to the Walmart. And I had to go to Walmart over there for a quick second too. Their Walmart had was the opposite. It was majority registers, and there are people working at these registers. I was like, okay, check y'all out. Uh, but a couple of places before we left, we ate at Waffle House, which I haven't been in in years. And uh, before we hit the expressway, I found a Krispy Kreme, which I haven't had fresh Krispy Kreme in years because all of our Krispy Kremes damn near disappeared by us so that was that was good anything else i don't think so i think that was about it it was only a weekend trip uh shout out to the, the double tree for that part charging me parking shout out sandra nice good job <laughs> double tree uh you know what bothered me though this double tree parking can so i was trying to park and i'm like oh you know what my room isn't ready so let me go into the parking lot real quick and then blah blah blah. I pull right into the parking lot and it says, Oh, you need a room key to get in here. I said, like, oh. all right. So I had to go park on the street, wait a couple of hours in my room. It was like three dollars, but still it was an inconvenience. I was like, what, yeah. what why why? Why why are we doing this? And then they give you a piece of paper and it's like put this in the window so it's in visible. The window. But I said, yeah. Who, how can anybody get in here without if the they room don't have care? a key? Yep. Make it make sense. Golly. All right. What we got on? Oh, I got a question. I uh, might have an answer. In your opinion, this pertains to you. This can't be universal. This only has to pertain to you because there's going to be rules and regulations. I mean, well, people are different, so it can't work. What is the worst bug slash insect? Because y'all know I don't be knowing the difference. To be in a room with. I have some options. If you want to throw something else in there, let me know. B? The worst bug slash insect. To be in a room. Shit, anything that fucking stings. So <laughs> I have a bee, mosquito, fly, wasp, hornet. Cricket. Okay, well, bee slash all Ooh, those. Cricket, cricket, cockroach, mm. spider. Cricket. I'm team cricket because it's annoying. It's it is annoying. annoying, yeah. <laughs> it is yeah, annoying. I was like, oh, I didn't even think about a cricket because I ain't never had a cricket in my house. You know, I was thinking of like things that happen to be in your house for yeah. whatever reason. Um, the level of spiders, so like 
<laughs> so we're not doing nothing poisonous. Wide range of we're not doing nothing poisonous. We're doing something that I don't want nothing too like. That's what it's I'm saying. Like, whatever, whatever in your head is that is too big to be in this room with me. I got to keep an eye on it. That's the, that's the size of spider ooh. we're going with. Yeah, no, oh god, no, I can't be because the, the spider can have a house. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not playing these games with these. I, I don't even tell. This happened at uh, the school a couple. Of, we only been in school for a month, but. First, second week, one of the teachers came and grabbed me to kill a spider. And I'm like, she's like, this spider's so big. And I'm looking at it. She hiding behind me. I'm like, it's okay, it's not it's not that serious. But she's like, if you don't get that spider out here, they, they, the spider can have the classroom. I, I'm just over. Dead ass. And you're never going to be right. The whole time, you're going to be itching. You're going to feel like I'm stuff like, like crawling on you. No, I got to watch you physically kill the spider so I can feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my hair can't brush up me the wrong way without me freaking the hell out. Like, I'm just like, I know it's a daddy long leg. I don't, <laughs> don't want to have to deal. See, yeah, I, 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 for me, cricket second is fly because let, let me be in a room where it's dark and the TV is the only light, and I got to deal with this fly constantly going to the TV of the light. Oh, that's that annoying. The best, but that's that so it's can, annoying. That's but how you can catch them. If though, I yeah. see a fly, yeah, if I was, if I see a fly, I cut off all the lights. I'm like, Mm-mm, I need you to go to wherever it is that you can see because you're about to be a dead fly. What is the lifespan of a fly? Can't be no more than two minutes. It feel like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I feel like a, a fly lives. I feel like a fly gotta live for 28 days. Like that's the longest. 25 days. This looks like. You were close. 25? Yeah. Oh, shit. And I did that math on my that's, own. That's for females. And males last 15 days because they be stressed out. Because women be stressing them out. That's why they last for 25. Because I was like, first you, like the, because the, you, you ever have a fly in your house and you ever see a slow flying fly? Yes. And you be like, how old is you, you like, how, Gee, like you elder fly? What <laughs> is this? What is going on? I'm like, is it because they no food for you? Like, what? what is it? Why oh, you come man. in here? Why do flies? Why is it that flies come in your house so easy but struggle to get the fuck out? Like the door be cracked. They fly right in. You open the door Just wide and they You're can't like, go damn. out the goddamn door. Make this make sense to me. <sighs> okay, I'm sorry for my fly rant. No, no, it makes sense. The only reason I don't pick, I didn't pick B because I know B could be up there for a lot of people. I'm not allergic to bees. If I was allergic to bees, I'm not bees, allergic be to bees, but I don't. Uh, again, knock on wood, because I haven't found anything I'm allergic to in life yet. But I, I've been stung twice, and I've been yeah, I've been stung twice. One by a wasp, yeah, and the other one was by a bee. And I, I just you know they're not they're not anything fun. So I would recommend I pull over if a bee get in the car. We got st- it's me that or the bee. Last week, last week a bee was in the Take, car. I was like, get you can leave, get out of here. And I wrote the window down. Um, or. Uh, I'm trying to think what other insect creature not creature insect i wouldn't want in the room i don't think i would want a grasshopper neither yo you know what messes with me whatever for the longest of times whenever somebody said cricket i thought of grasshopper i blame disney for this because <laughs> grasshoppers are green yeah. most crickets are black and jimmy the cricket is green so yes, like, I blame yes that's true that's so, true i'll give you that i'm always thinking about a grasshopper Right. Or a flying like thing that you like, you know, people have like flying roaches or something. I think that's like in Florida or something like that. Yeah, or flying ants throw me off too. Like, y'all can fly? How, do you, how does a flying ant? G, first of all, if you're a roach, be a roach. Okay, don't be flying. Don't do not do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I got stung by a wasp right before we went to Brookfield Zoo. 
because my cousins dared me to kick a nest and my dumb self. Stunned by a waffle on my seventh birthday in the backyard at my birthday party. It'd be like that sometimes. It's just birthday sucks. party was over. Well, oh, for me. Because I cried and I ran in the house. Let me tell you how old this was. The, like the time. It, my birthday's in the middle of the summer. It's like in the 90s. So it's like real hot because we used to be like 99 on a regular as a child. I don't know what that was about. And I remember all the kids being in the backyard and we got the big old tunnel kind of the grill, the like the one that like a big ass can, I don't know technical term for it, but the big ass grill and we back the kids having a good time. I'm sitting on the steps. I get stung behind my knee. Like it went underneath my leg yeah. and boom, stung, running the house crying. Blah! I remember going in all the older people sitting in the living room watching Color Purple. The feel good movie it of was, the year? Like what was it was the Color most Purple? random thing. It was Color Purple because I feel like that was the first because I was crying sitting on the couch like watching it. And now that uh, one, like as the years went on, I was like, I was watching Color Purple. My mom went to go see Black Panther uh, last weekend. <laughs> Black Panther. She, she called it Black Panther. My brother told I was her. Like, my brother said it's the Woman King. Now I'm going to go see Black Panther too. I'm like that's that's not Black Panther too, mom. It's it's Woman King. She said, "Well, it looking like a Black Panther to me." Yeah. Okay. They look. They in Africa and they fighting. I'm like, okay, that's Black Panther. No, nah, that's not Black Panther. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I feel like I'm supposed to go watch it. However, comma, I'm, I don't want to. I'm gonna check it out. Well, probably want to get on streaming. I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm going yeah, to the movies like this maybe, weekend. <laughs> I don't I'm think sorry. I'm gonna go to the show to see that. Though. I'm so horrible. All right, we got some infidelity to talk about. We got dun, white, dun, we got dun. white cheating and black cheating. Let's start off with the white cheating. Adam Levine. I'm just going to rip the bandaid off because I've retaken this like 10 times now. Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. At the time, you know, I was young. I was naive. And I mean, quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't in the scene like I am now. Um, so I was definitely very easily manipulated. Rune 5 is practically elevator music at this point. So I'm sure you know who Adam Levine is. Um, but Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year after I stopped talking to him over, you know, a period of months. This is, uh, how he came back into my life. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby. And if it's a boy, I really, uh, want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. The front man of Maroon 5. Maroon 5 with his sexy self. Yeah. Um, so (laughs) I like how... I like how his sexiness went down when people saw his text messages. <laughs> his oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even see any of this. Yeah, so a TikTok was made by an Instagram model named Sumner Straw. And she was exposed in Adam Levine, uh, had had an affair with her. And she posted the, test, the, the text or the DMs, I should say, where he told her that, you know, his wife, Bahati, Prince, Prince Lou, I believe. Is that how you pronounce the name? Sorry if I messed up. She's pregnant with a third child. And he DM'd this woman and said, I want to name the child after you. Let's pause there. I know you don't have no kids. <laughs> but what would you do if you found out the future baby daddy, father of your child, wanted to name your child after somebody he done messed with in the past? Your silence speaks volumes. Because <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. And you know what's wild? Her name is Sumner, right? 
this is this is what men do. I think men sometimes we have this. We want everyone to like us. Summer's a unique name. Fine, that's cool. It's summer with an N, right? Um, you could have just named that child that. If your if your past is your past, how would your I mean this woman is not famous. We we don't even know you guys were, but you wanted to let her know. It's the same with women. Sometimes we'll hit a dude up and be like, this should have been your child. Nope. No, it shouldn't have. Like don't be trying to give me out here. Yeah, people kill me with that silly yeah. shit too. Yo, this this was too. I mean, Somebody you should said ask. that to me. Today yeah. had a kid and was like, you know it was supposed to be us to have yeah. a Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? If it was supposed to have meant to be God would have had it, but he didn't. Nah, you messed it up. <laughs> he denied the affair, but he said he crossed the line. However, more women came out that he was messaging them. And they started making memes out of him because he was telling her, you're so fuck. I can't believe you're so fucking high. And everybody was like, this was people's sexiest man. And he tweets like a, he, 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 he messages these women like a 17 year old. Like a fuck boy. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, what do you expect? He has been handsome his whole life. He ain't never had to dig deep. It's an relationship. He's just telling women like, oh my God, I want to be inside you so bad. I just want to know where must I be to <laughs> To get these celebrities to slide in my DM, because let me tell you something. Mm. Mm, yeah. Mm. I don't, yeah, you got a usher slide in my DM. First of all, I'm not telling the world shit. Mind your business, world. Oh, Why so do you need to know? It's truly unreal how fucking hot you are. Like it blows my mind. Holy fuck. Holy fucking fuck. That body of yours oh, is a Please sword. stop. Please stop. Please stop. You right. I'm turned off. It is. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, but I also feel like celebrities don't have no game because I feel like they've been in that they line are, life yeah, for too long. Exactly. Yeah. They are the game. Like, no, yeah, you just want to hang out with me? Yeah, you cool or whatever? Fuck, I'll do any. But yeah. let, a, let a usher slide in the DM. <laughs> hey, babe, what you want to do? He said, I use poor <laughs> judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period of my life. In certain instances, it became inappropriate. Why men you don't have a problem what? embarrassing their girls? Go ahead. Never, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Also, you ever feel like sometimes you just don't need to publicly address some shit? Oh, I felt like he didn't. He didn't have to. He, yeah. <laughs> As like uh looked like some text messages. I mean, there was nothing more. It wasn't like, you know, some news or anything of that matter. It was some messages. He could have handled that the one time he had an interview. He could have, you know. What was her reasoning for exploiting him anyway? What did you gain, bitch? Nothing. Uh, so to, to live on. I don't know if you she... You hurt your feelings or something? Broke your heart? So she, she said, essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to Victoria's Secret model. At the time, I was young, I was naive, and quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't in the scene like I am now, so I was definitely very easily manipulated. Uh, yeah, Stroh claimed Leva, uh, Levine, Adam Levine, yeah, slid back into her DMs a few months after they ended the alleged affair. Oh, so, so, yeah, so hold on. Right. It seems as if they fucked. She was cool. He tried to double back, like, fam, no, you married, stop it. And that's what she exposed his ass. <coughs> Damn, but you didn't want to expose him when you was fucking him. I guess not. Allison Rose. So moving on to Nia Long and her fuck hold man. On, hold Come on. 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 <laughs> There's another woman. Allison Rose shared a screenshot of an alleged message from Levine, uh, Levine and, assist, and, 
and they since deleted TikTok video that read, quote, I should talk to you, you know, you know that, right? Yeah, dudes with girls be saying that shit. No, I said, you know, you gonna give me a trouble. Like, <laughs> I'm now obsessed with you. All right. Ime Adoka. This is why Nia Long went at the games. Everybody was like, how come she don't be at the games? She did a little cheerleading from a distance. So Boston head coach, Boston Celtics head coach had a consensual relationship with a staff member. And this was against company guidelines and he could face up to a year long suspension. Uh, Nia's been quiet, but he she was trending. Uh, um, I don't get this. <sighs> I want to know. Listen, listen, listen. What about Shorty though? She had a whole husband and kid too. Yeah. Well, listen, I guess that was the smartness and the dumb move that you mess with somebody who had something to lose. But this also why people don't trust long engagements. Because I think they've been engaged for like 10 years. So you're like, y'all ain't never going to get married anyway. The same thing with Jennifer Hudson and David Otunga. So you're like, all right, whatever. They they not together no more, right? No, but they was engaged for like oh, nine okay. years too. I was about to say, wait a minute. I didn't miss that. Okay. Nah, yeah, they're not together anymore either. Yeah, I don't know if he made any statement about the situation. How did this come out? I think the I think somebody told. I think they were they were being sneaky enough. Because I mean, think about it, if they both are in committed relationships, it ain't too many places they can mess around. They might be messing around right. at the stadium or practicing facility. And somebody seen them being a little too cozy. And then when management found out they uh they they came clean because it was consensual. Fair. <laughs> I mean, all they both had to do was stick to the guns and be like, what are you talking about? We co-workers. We cool. We have never. Now, unless a video or some pictures start surfacing, I don't really know what to do. Y'all wasn't supposed, y'all supposed to spit, stick to the story. I don't understand this. Why? Like, this keeps happening. Y'all understand this. People keep cheating as if they're not going to get caught out here. Nah, because you know they can do it better than the next person. They think so. You would think, they think so. so. But then also, as a head coach, there's a kind of demeanor or stature you gotta display because you want your players to replicate that. And you gotta tell you'll keep your game in your head. You gotta be focused, like you was focused on your wife or your your fiance. Like you look like fair. What are you doing? I don't listen. I want to have the real conversation of why y'all want to be in relationships when y'all don't want to be in relationships. That part. Can we just what we gotta get to the bottom of this. <sighs> Listen. That part. All right. I'm just I'm just shaking my head, y'all. It makes no sense to me. That these men out here living the life, acting like as if they never be like loca. I got here. Do I have more of this? Caribbean. Is that what I was looking for? Do do do. Do I have it? Guess not. I thought I did. Oh, well. What else we have on our little list of things? Oh, Juanita. Have you heard about this Juanita Biden, Biden person? She's got this. She has. She's a self-proclaimed pioneer in high-level prayer. And she's going to have this four-week intensive prayer course. Y'all want to guess how much she's charging for this? $10,000. That's a little less. $1,500. $1,500 to teach you how to pray. But that's a deal because it was going to be 
1999. It's going to be 2000. She slashed that. So who was paying for this? Listen, I don't know. Marcus Rogers. He's a Chicago-based internet preacher. How that? So that means he don't got a church. I'm confused. Like, what is the internet? What does that mean? He called the pricing outrageous. She says, I'm not going to insult myself to even discuss the price. It's an insult to who I am after being in ministry for over 50 years. And for I know uh, at least 35 plus years have done nothing but been a pioneer. There's things of prayer and helping people to understand prayer. So and letting let them me watch get this me straight. Do it. <laughs> you are exploiting people. Yeah. Thousand dollars, thousand plus dollars. Well, this course is starts October six for one hundred and fifty people. I did the math. That's twelve hundred twenty five thousand dollars. If she gets everybody to sign up at this fifteen hundred dollar price, go ahead. To teach people how to pray, when I feel like in prayer you should just be there for a person and help them, because like God moved you in the right direction to do so. He say, I don't feel like you supposed to like, I don't know, make money from it. I, you know, I, I, I'm. How do pastors get paid? Well, she don't. I was, the thing is, like, you don't I know have a church. Not a pastor. I, that's what, like, you don't right. have a church. Like, what are you doing? Right. You're that like, amazing at prayer. Confused. If you're that, if you're that high level of a prayer, let's have a scale of one to ten. You eleven. Your, your ministry could be a five and we still showing up because you know how to pray. Like I would still show up to the, to your service every Sunday. Somebody said, well, Nita Bona, if I pay $2,000 for the prayer institute, I better get a picture on a cloud in a suit made by the hem of his garment. Dead ass, <laughs> call Jesus on the main line because I'm not about to, what is you saying? Oh man, Rogers has said, as you guys know, I never charge to travel or preach, and I never charge for classes. I feel like God freely gave it, so I freely give it to His people uh, to help His people. I know a few, I know a few pastors don't like that I do that because I teach everything they charge for free. So I want to hear y'all hearts on this. I think this is outrageous. It's a wild price because who's well, this? Is the thing about it, the reason why the price is crazy, because the people who are going to sign up for the class are the people who don't have it. Rich people aren't signing up for your prayer class. They're like, oh, no, I'm good. They either they either believe or they don't. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, I mean, whatever, I, whatever I've been saying to God has been working because I'm, I'm blessed financially. Those who don't have it is who's going to sign up for this class because like, oh, my God, I need... I need a... Yeah. But if I ain't got it, why I ain't got it? I ain't got this to give to you. Why, hence, I need the prayer. Yeah. Yeah. And then... uh. What else? The NyQuil chicken. I don't know if you've seen this NyQuil. Why? I've I seen a piece. I didn't even give it enough time to even know you what was going on because to. why? Well, this is the thing. When we were growing up around mid-90s or something like that, I started to notice that commercials had to put fine print on the bottle where they were like, this is a closed course. This is a professional driver. Do not try this at home. This is a commercial, blah, blah, blah. We're going to start doing that on TikToks now. Because clearly in the video, y'all don't see this man eat it. He is using straightening iron uh, as tongs for the chicken. And it's so it's clearly a joke. But but because we have become so dumb, real news outlets have to report on like, don't do this. Don't don't try NyQuil chicken. That's not a thing. What what are y'all? What are we doing? 
Just I think I think TikTok or Instagram. First of all, food costs too much. Why is you wasting money? Yeah, that guy could go to that pearl class. <laughs> he got it. He got it. The FDA wards. The FDA got a lot of things they play. Warning on NyQuil chicken alerts many to existence of NyQuil chicken. Cooking poultry and cold medicine is a bad, dangerous idea that few people seem to be aware of until the government warning. What attracted. happens when you do it, though? Like, say he actually eat it. <sighs> NyQuil. Uh, yo, you know what's well? Because a, a lot of people don't even like the syrup. Like, the cough syrup, so they'll do the, the pill or chewable or something like that. Uh, the food, the child is sounds silly and unappetizing, and it is the agency ward. It laid out the science behind why it's dangerous, concluded that someone could take a dangerously high amount of cough and cold medicine without even realizing it. She don't even taste good. He was, uh, I think in the video, he was like, Oh, my wife is sick, so I make her some night cool chicken, make her some soup. Like, but I get he was being funny. I didn't take it seriously <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, the whole affair left NyQuil, which is produced by Procter Gamble, on the defensive. Responded to people on Twitter who appear to be treating the concept, also called sleepy chicken as a joke. They said, we do not endorse inappropriate use of our product. Yo, did they ever come out with with uh, when lead was a thing? They said, we don't endorse the... <laughs> but that's called... Do they make coffee? NyQuil makes cough syrup, yeah. The coffee is sneezy, nighttime, aching, whatever that shit used to be. So, Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy were on The Breakfast Club the other day? I think it was the other day. Mm-hmm. And AKA Dwayne Wayne and Whitley Gilbert. Yeah, sat down for over an hour? hour or four. It is. I need to go watch it. It was good. Um, I was going to BS and be like, oh, I'm going to do the clips, but then I saw how long it was. I was like, all right, let me listen. Let me listen to this and watch this. Really good. Let me pull out some things. They got to talking about uh, what me? What's my notes? I had to put. Uh, first of all, let's talk about how they weren't getting paid adequately <laughs> when they first I'm not signed. Surprised. Yeah, when they first started, they were making six thousand a week, and they had to sign like this six, seven year contracts in the beginning of it. But they were number two and sometimes number one on their night. And Kadeem said when he went to go do White Man Can't Jump with uh. Wesley Sipes said Woody Harrelson Woody Harrelson at the time was on Cheers and he was making way more than them so now they had them when he had that information he came back and held out and it was funny because they asked did you guys held, held out uh, held out together hold out together and it's the way the way Kadeem said no we did it separately and think Jasmine uh, said we should have did it together um, to the point where Kadeem would pretend like he was sick so he wouldn't have to come in. And he's like, I think I think Jasmine's sick too. And they were like, no, Jasmine's here. He's like, fuck, so now I got to get in my car and drive up there because she didn't pretend to be sick. But before we go into the other stuff they talked about, Jasmine guy was funny as hell on here. She had me dying. Because uh, she, she hood, low key. People be thinking of Whitley. <laughs> yes. And she talked, Jasmine is hood. <laughs> she talked about how Whitley would say dumb shit. How you much know, of Whitley Gilbert was really you? I I know what wasn't me mm-hmm. because of the way I was raised. I know politically, I had a lot. I had a lot of issues with the with what I had to say, but I knew that there was somebody on this show that was going to say the right thing. 
when you're the only black person in a white cast, you have to say all the right things. Mm. But mm. When, when I was Whitley, and I have him and Charlie Creed. and Cree and Daryl, you know, I was like, well, somebody, because this, what I'm about to say, when <laughs> when I said to um, Charnel, Kimberly Reese, it was a, a apartheid show and she was going to give up her scholarship yeah. because they were divesting. Yeah. I said, but I only know you. <laughs> I don't even know those people. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? It's like, and then uh, my first scene with uh, Lisa Bonet in the in the room, um, she's she's like, are you saying you, you, you parked in the handicap? I said, why should I be punished because I can walk? <laughs> I was like, oh, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like that first season Whitley would say all sorts of stuff that didn't jive with what Jasmine thought about or whatever and they both credited Debbie Allen for coming in and fleshing out their characters Cause yeah. she, said, she said first season I was stuck up snooty and Dwayne was just a goofy nerd but they the way they evolved around there uh, as the season progressed was brilliant uh, she said Debbie fought for them flushed out their characters um I mean, she was still snooty the rest of the seasons, but no, she comes around by the time I think by the time you get to who was it? Was she talking to? I was gonna say Cree Summer, but I think it's um, yo, she had me down to Freddie. Um, was it? It might have been Freddie Elite. I can't remember. Later on the season, when she is the dorm director, and uh, they're going. One of the characters are going through a breakup, and Whitley's trying to give her advice. And Whitley, and she's like, well, it's easy for you. You always got somebody. And Whitley's like, you're right. I got myself. And I was like, damn, that's dope as fuck. Like, that was it. That was it. But remember when Whitley, or Whitley, when uh, Freddie was dating Shaza? Man, Jasmine's like, good Lord, they gave you somebody fine to be with. They gave you a fine motherfucker to be to pretend to be with. I was dying. I was like, oh, yeah, women was loving that nigga. I forgot about that shit. Yeah. But, yeah they talked about relationships and they said when the episode where Whitley gave back the ring to Dwayne is when Dwayne was really going through a breakup with Cree when Kadeem was going through a breakup with Cree and when they did the wedding episode which is so I love this when it gets to talking about the wedding episode towards the end mm, I uh, saw this clip yeah <laughs> Whitley was going through a breakup of five years I like the fact that both of these people knew their characters. Both of these people knew how real this show was. It was mm-hmm. not happy with how the wedding episode went, the, the part two of it, right? They was like, it didn't come across as realistic. And I would challenge anybody. Wow. If you're a fan of a different world, that episode is monumental. Yeah. But most people don't want that in their life. Regardless of who you end up with, nobody says, you know what? That guy I broke up with a few years ago, if he would just break up this wedding, oh my God, that'd be so sexy. No. If that girl just shows up and break up this, no. You do not want that at all. And they and they felt like it was belittled their characters, which I also, when he brought up, Dwayne brought up that, let me go to her house. That's what I would do. I love that scene. That is my one of my favorite scenes of that show because he goes to her house the day before has this real conversation and it is with him thanking her for teaching him how to love. And then she thanks him for teaching. 
yo yeah that's the conversation yeah. you and your ex that they didn't work that's the conversation y'all could have like yo you taught me how to be a better man you taught me how to be a better so that's why i love it's like yeah and both of them like part one more for their characters than they did uh did you see the clip about um martin when they talked about uh i guess when the cosby show this happened when the cosby show was done they moved him to go up against Martin and that's when their ratings started to go down and they thought, you know, racism played in it because white shows don't go against each other and blah, blah. Charlamagne brought up, maybe they thought y'all could beat Martin or, you know, blah, blah, which I thought, so I said, maybe NBC thought it could take on Martin. Um, But the way NBC had worked, during that time, they shouldn't have had to. I guess is what they. That's true was. too. Just don't put us Why in you, two different yeah. slots. Why are you trying to get rid of one show? The way it worked though, nothing really worked after Different World left seven thirty our time. Obviously, it was eight thirty in, in New York. Nothing was there because Friends would come on at seven. So in the beginning it was Cosby, Different World, Cheers. Then when Different World moves to seven to finish up his run, it goes Friends, whatever, Seinfeld. They they put like Veronica's Closet, Carolina's, nothing worked in that 7.30 slot. It was just Friends, Cheers, not Friends, Seinfeld, and then ER at 9 o'clock. Our time. That was it. It was a constant rotation. Just shoot me. It was a constant rotation of, of sitcoms there. They, what did you think about them? I will... They talked about that the show should have went on, could have gone on forever. Like they just stay there four or five years and then have new students because uh, they dealt with so many real issues that every yes generation and has. No, because that last season was meh. <laughs> like the first season and the very last season, it's kind of like. Yeah. Eh. And that's so crazy. Like, I feel like it's a struggle when you're when the show is based like a college show, right? So those people are supposed to age out and move on and do stuff like that, that that gets a little iffy. And I feel like the same, I'm, I feel like that's happening. And not with me, but maybe the most or the masses with Grownish, right? Yeah. So Grownish was based about Zoe going to college and she has graduated. And I don't know if this was their plan altogether, but um, Dre or um, Junior, yeah, he stayed at home and worked for his first year or two and then decided to go to college. I don't know if that was always part of the plan. Like they was like, well, Zoe's going to have to age out. Maybe you didn't want to have him in the school at the same time. So to extend the life of Grownish. So now that Zoe's out, the show of Grownish is now based around Dre. I'm shit. I keep calling. I mean, I know his name Andre because he's Junior, but yeah. he joined you. Uh, <laughs> the show about Junior. And I'm like, I feel like people aren't as into although i still find it entertaining i feel like people aren't as into it because you have a whole new slew of characters and sometimes i think that's hard for people just like people who watch the uh what you were uh gray's anatomy show been on for like 20 years right and people still be like the first seven seasons or whatever yeah. were like amazing because obviously these people don't want to spend 20 years of their life on they not mariska around here they're not trying to spend 22 years of their life on one show also i wonder it's got to be the same parallel with music. Most people love their their favorite artist's early songs, and that's the yeah. later catalog. It just comes, yeah. but it's also it has to do with the person because you aren't where you were when you were, discovered yeah. it, and then you yeah. grew and the show grew, and now y'all went y'all separate ways. I still want. I still 
I still, for me, Different World is my dream podcast show to do a rewatch of that and um, really do like intense uh, research along the lines of, I listen to a podcast called Talking Simpsons where they uh, recap the episode but give you just, this was the director, this was the writer, this did this, blah, blah. I don't have the time to do that. And I'm surprised, I'm really surprised that they haven't done that the same way uh, a few of the cast members of The Office do a recap podcast. I'm surprised that they haven't, A Different World hasn't just, yo, we're going to do a rewatch of our shows and tell you what we were going through. All about it and stuff. Yeah. That'd be dope. All right, we can wrap up uh, unless something else. Oh, I do have most popular cocktails. We have time for that. Uh, Did you catch Atlanta? I caught the first (laughs) episode of Atlanta, I think. Okay, which episode? I, I, I think because I started to watch it and then I watched like the first half and then because I was out at breakfast and then I came back home and I was like, oh, I have to finish watching Atlanta. And so I did, but then somebody came over. So I was like watching it, but not watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like I was slightly into it and I was like, I'm gonna have to rewatch this. And I think I only watched the first one because they dropped two on one night, right? Yes, yes, they dropped two. The first uh, one was about the blue boy blood, blue. Yes, blue blood is the name of that dude. Uh, this is it. Kind of like mixes in because it does. Um, Erna Van go to the Atlanta station or whatever to get like a yeah underground station. I think yeah yeah, yeah. and then Paperboy is on a scavenger hunt for this rapper who died named Blue Blood. And, and Darius is trying Keith. to escape from a woman. Escape the white lady in the, the little automatic wheelchair. Yes. You know what's wild about that though, and I get it because this is the show that it is. They never really explained why she went after him and nobody else, and and, and it was kind of tied to uh, the air fryer because he gave yeah. the air fryer to the other girl to Kenya, I believe her name is, and then she goes after that girl. Yeah. I was like, why? What's going on with this air fryer that they, because I was like, everybody was stealing. How come? Everybody was stealing. (laughs) Maybe because she was like, you lying and said you returning it. Like, I don't know. (laughs) You didn't believe. She didn't believe him. She didn't Uh, believe. That whole, it's some deeper stuff with what Earn and Van was going through where I think they were trying to show us that they had grown it became different people, but the people in their past is listen. We don't talk about this enough, but I'm and I think it might go through. It might have to do with our level of maturity. I can tell you at forty, I'm not the same person I was at twenty three. I made the same like I think the same or whatever. A lot of people don't have that where they're just like, no, I'm always the same person. Blah blah. What I mean is how devastating it would be to run into your past and your past is still stuck where they were as a person and where they were in life. Especially when you had hopes for them to be better. Like, yeah. oh, that's saying they, 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 they're not happy where they're just like, oh, you still, like, I don't see any of my exes or anything like that, but I think they would be like, the best comment they're going to give me is like, I knew you was going to be this person. I knew you could be this. If I had failed in life and I was just some slacker not having my life together, they would all be there. They would, but they would like be low key disappointed. Like you were better than this. You have potential to be somebody. 
you know, yeah. and I think that was kind of that's kind of sad that if you run into your exes and you're just like you still at the AT and T store, you were here when we went to we Kitty went to, Kitty yeah. girl Kitty concert. Um, paperboy. I thought paperboy was going to talk to old girl, the the wife <laughs> at the concert. I mean, at the what's the name? Uh, at the funeral. But that dude did a lot to listen. I told yes. I told Sarah my biggest thing is saving money. And we was out there in St. Louis, and I'm like, oh, I love saving money. I love getting a good deal. I said, you want to do something great for me? Save money at my funeral. Sarah said, oh, I'm just going to get you cremated. I said, I can get myself cremated. No, man, that's not the thing. The thing is to have a <laughs> funeral that is dope, but you save money on it. You're like, yo, I got this for this price, this for this price. No, I can get myself cremated. That's nothing. That's already cheap. Stop it. Listen, let me go ahead and spend this little five hundred dollars or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, episode two was really good. I don't even want to spoil that one. I didn't see. I episode go two was good. Episode three come out yesterday or today? Yeah, today. Today's Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as we record this, um, then what we get? Oh, I have this. Who's this from? The most popular cocktail in every U.S. state. You want to guess? <laughs> uh, what Illinois is? What's the alcohol? Like what alcohol is in the drink? Wouldn't I give it away? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think tequila. Patron? Is that tequila, right? Margarita? Uh, let me make sure. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, how, how many other drinks can have tequila in them? So, uh, top marketing use, online retail trends, GPS tracking at bars, and responses to a survey from a thousand Americans to compile the list. Uh, let's see. So margarita is popular in 22 states. Uh, the agency also revealed that happy hours appear to be making a comeback with fifty with a 54% rise in happy hour visits compared with the start of the pandemic. Let me see some other one. Pina coladas on this list in Alabama and Arizona and uh, Connecticut. Who got old fashions on Manhattan's? Okay, Alaska like. has old fashioned. Mm. Let's see anybody else. Uh, Wyoming. Oh, it could have been a tequila sunrise, but I feel like that would be like on the coast. Yeah. So I have martinis, bloody marys, old fashions, margaritas, pina coladas, and cosmopolitans are the only ones on this list. Oh, okay. So yeah, no. Well, my ass, I I drink all the other drinks, so I'm like, (laughs) because you know I could have got espresso martini that 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 so that's got vodka in it. I was wondering, for those who drink, I might have brought this up again. I can't remember. But if you, you everybody has a favorite food, or I should say like a genre for food, for lack of a better term. And whether it's Italian, Mexican, Greek, blah, blah. If you have to, for those who drink, get the drink that goes along with said genre of food, does your favorite genre of food change? Like, if you like Italian food, then you got to go with wine, but your favorite drink is margarita, you'd be like, no, give me Mexican and margarita over Italian and wine or whatever. Or give me Puerto Rican sangria. Like, would yours change at all based on your based on the drink that goes with the with the food? No, all right. What is yours? What is... Uh... Okay. Um, kind of depends on the mood. Uh... My go-to is usually an old-fashioned one in Manhattan. But those, are those American drinks? 
<laughs> she made a yo, she made an auto. I'm like, fit. I was like, who who invented the old fashioned? Are they English drinks? Are they mad? Let's see. An old fashioned. A man. <laughs> Drink. It's a whiskey cocktail. They're both whiskeys, yeah. Let's see. Where's the origin? One's at? just sweeter than the other. They got bitters and yeah. Oh, New York. So I mean, if you like American food, yeah, you could you could always have old fashioned when that changes. I would right. say it's it's a it's a good go to. If you can find a place that got basil, then I would do a gin basil smash because that's amazing. The most popular of the in vogue old fashioned cocktails are made with whiskey, according to Chicago barman quoted in the Chicago Daily Tribune in 1882, a hundred years before I showed up. With rye being more popular than bourbon. All right. Yeah, I don't like rye though. All right. I think that's. I mean, I guess I use rye when they do more smoky ones. Smoky ones, they got this. Oh, it's a very. It's a taste. <laughs> there, there. You know, I would put that, the, put that in the back of the box. Uh, yep. I'm still, Ooh, it's I'm, a taste. I'm still enjoying She Hulk. I like the low stakes. Um, anything else on here? Young Miami put a lot of one in the career. Yo, young, young Miami be having this podcast, and I don't know anybody who watches it, but I'd be seeing clips either. of it. So, because she's had Lotto, Megan, Kevin Gates, and Sweetie. Like, Adidas. it's always on my YouTube, but I never I never watch it. Just, yeah. Smito previews new collaboration with J. Cole. All right. That is the episode. You can tweet to me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. And say Shell. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snapchat. I have me as with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check out other podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says, bye.